When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Ravens have made it look easy so far tonight. It's the Baltimore Ravens will walk out of here with their sixth win of the year. Sean J. Willemax on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app and Sirius XM Channel 80 and your smart speakers, ESPN2. Where else? Uh, <laughs> you can download the podcast. Uh, where else? Where else? There's lots of stuff we're on. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. Is somebody else producing today? Why? Is Shannon not producing? I got about today? like nine. No, Shannon's on it today. One, two, three, four, five. Are you five, looking at six, your paper seven, like eight, you need some bifocals? I got nine. No, I've got nine. You're saying someone's more, something was very thorough, so you didn't think it was Shannon? What no, are you it's just to say? nine. I've never had wow. nine pieces of a rundown. It's always been like four. Hmm. Well, today's an extensive show. We got a lot to cover. A lot to cover. I had to wonder who was, I thought Professor, or not Professor, Producer Justin might have been doing it. You, by the way, you could be a part of Keyshawn J. Will and Max Nation, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Guys. College basketball started last night. Look, I just wanted to hijack the whole segment. It yeah, look at so you. Good. I'm look like at scratching you. myself over here. Ah, basketball! Sorry, the Lakers lost. Lots of stuff happened, but you we begin, talk- Jay. We begin. College basketball. Yeah. Nova first half cover. Ooh. And Yates Lakers. is happy because Nova covered in the yeah, first half. Yeah. 36 and, and a half. Lost. Congrats, <laughs> Keith, again. Moving on to the Ravens, Max. Take it away. <laughs> That's fine. We never felt that we was going to win. LeBron didn't even play. Just watching AD at the post-presser is depressing, but moving on. So Ham said these guys are not rookies a couple days Y'all ago. Y'all just He's wasted 60 seconds on talking about the Lakers. Come on now. It makes me so, feel so good. So remember yesterday when we're picking the game? Here's the thing. I really I felt like I knew the Ravens were going to win because – I don't care what anyone says. Wins and losses are a quarterback stat. Yes, the defense showed up for the Ravens. That made no one could do it by themselves. I know all that. What I'm saying is every year, the great quarterbacks, almost every year, like Rodgers having a bad year, that's the exception that proves the rule. The great quarterbacks, you look at the win-loss record. It's always high. It's always good. So here's a game. A lot of people picking against Lamar. Lamar's not going to let them lose that game. And that first who yeah, that was like a lot of people a lot picking of, against Lamar. Yes, a lot who? of people who? picked against Lamar. I was on it. This is not the only show I do. Yeah, so people picking people against people Lamar. Are. Yeah, those people on the, whatever shows you was on, obviously, who? is oblivious. No, who foot, foot, Saints to win? football insiders. I'm oh, telling gosh. you. The point is. Names. We want names, man. Okay, I, want I will tell you. Uh, I, I want to say like it was, that was Mike a T and Mike Tannenbaum. And someone else, but Mike T is going to be on the show later today. Oh, he can right, talk we'll for question himself. We'll talk to him about the, that. The point is this. It's called the From tease. the very beginning of <laughs> Key, Lamar Jackson wasn't going to let him lose that game. No. Right? He, and the defense absolutely played their part, but this is why you look at his Roquan win-loss Smith record. Was, Roquan Smith was big for him, mm-hmm. though. Like I said yesterday, getting him, Max, shoring up the tackling. They were struggling yeah. tackling people. Holiday was, was a beast, too. That was big for yeah. 
Um, but that makes a difference when the middle is shorn up, right? Now you can you can get him off the look, edge. He did it. He threw the ball 22 times. Stayed right within what I like for certain situations. And he only, you know, he only passed for a buck and some change, a buck 30-something and some change. If he could have got closer to 200, I think we would have accepted that even more. They <laughs> ran the ball extremely well, and they played defense. And that feather, you win all your games. That feathery touch, like arm talent, it's not just about can you zip it in, which he can do, but that touchdown so, pass to light. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, fell into his head. You, mm-hmm. you can see it coming, and that, therefore you could judge it a certain way with your hand-eye coordination. Sometimes when the ball gets up on you too fast and you're not ready for it, but when it's just a nice – it's like a backyard throw, like you throwing to your kids in the backyard. And it, when he needs to rip it in there, he knows how to rip it in there. Can, can I say something, Key? Here's my biggest takeaway last night. Like I, I know that this defense that. Oh. and what it can do with McDonald as a D.C., it took some time, right, from Wink to remove himself for this defense to really come around, coming around. Offense, I'm watching the uh, Manning cast last night, and Sean Payton is on there. <laughs> dropping dimes, talking about him and Lamar Jackson, both going to be free agents, what that means. But he was talking a lot about the vertical game. And I'm seeing guys like Likely. I'm seeing guys like Duvernay. I'm seeing the talent. And I'm just wondering, right, this team could win a Super Bowl if they just get you one more piece to unlock it. And I know OBJ the other day gave us four teams, the Bills, the Packers, the Cowboys, and potentially the Giants. But why aren't the Ravens on this list? It feels like he will be the one over-the-top receiver that would unlock Lamar Jackson. And once again, I just find myself asking, when are they going to give this dude a number one wideout? Yeah, OBJ not a good fit. Why not? Why wouldn't he be a good fit for this team? He he blocks, he does whatever you want him to do. He does all that stuff. He would only be, he's only a good fit in teams that want to throw the football to utilize his talent. If you got OBJ out there, you're forced to have to throw him the football. Now you taking touches away from everybody else. If I'm only if I only got 45 plays in a game and I'm giving 12 of them to OBJ, I'm taking the ball out of other people's hands. He's good for Dallas, he's good for Buffalo, teams that already got other receivers that's established. That's why. Has wait, nothing to do wait, with Wait, wait, explain. Can you get into that? Explain why if a team – Jay's point, and I totally agree, and this is something you've been saying forever, but especially to me in this modern NFL, like this NFL, the alpha receiver is so – look what A.J. Brown has done for the, for, for the Eagles. But o- that's not where OBJ is at in his career. You're saying he's not at that level o- anymore. OBJ is right where he was last year. Who was the main guy? The main guy was Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup. Okay, then it was Robert Woods. Robert Woods got hurt. Now OBJ slid into a certain role. Mm. We saw a, a shock value with OBJ. So the first thing you're thinking about, right, is, oh, my God, OBJ, he can do it, he can do it. I'm not saying he can't add something to them. But that offense won't allow them to maximize OBJ's talent. But can't you make a case that for him coming back, that offense might be one of the best things for him? Because – Look, he, he's not, he's not going to be your number one option, but he'll be an option because of the way they play. But the receivers right? are only getting two and three touches, Jay. So let's it's talk about like the receivers. Opportunities. Let's talk about the receivers. No Andrews, no Bateman, right? That's, yeah. I think that's a reason a lot of people thought. I'm telling you, I was talking to people yesterday who thought they are going to lose. They're down receivers just as the defense is coming back, et cetera. So, Lamar, was it part of the plan without those guys to spread the ball to a lot of different targets, which is what wound up happening? 
Yeah, that's what we've been practicing on. You know, um, getting out, getting our guys the ball, letting them knife up the field and get as much yards as they can. Um, like I said, though, we missed some opportunities though from those guys making plays. But yeah, we, that was the game plan. So if that's the formula, Key Jay. Yeah. To spread it around. I still agree with Jay whether or not it's OBJ. <laughs> to me, you put A.J. Brown on a physical receiver who can do a lot of things on the Ravens, they win the Super Bowl. Right? That's what the, But the, if that changes the way they do things, maybe it's not a good idea. It's, it, it, I'm talking about OBJ, though. You're saying what's best for OBJ. Taking, a, taking a, a, a A.J. Brown and dropping him, a player like that, into that Ravens system – now you're getting ready to build that whole offense around, around him, starting and training. Okay, wait, camp. he's not objecting to your, to your philosophy, Jay. He's saying that OBJ is not good enough to be that guy anymore, to be the guy you want him to be. But, but, that's, but you don't have to build the whole offense around him. Your offense is already set. He just utilizes a big-time weapon that can be factored into the offense. You yeah, don't but have you're to not getting, feed him the ball. You're not going to get – it's a waste is all I'm saying. Where if, Let's say the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys, they're going to put the ball in the first – True. Receiver's hands, a second receiver's hands, a tight end, a third receiver. surprising for you to say that, yeah. Key, because you're the type of guy, when you played, if you got 42 yards, whatever, but your team won as a result, like OBJ, wouldn't he be, to Jay's point, the kind of guy whose presence on the field would yes. help you win whether or not he got a lot of receptions? It, it could go that way, but in this particular offense, he, you got to touch the ball. You can't have him out there just standing around. It's a waste for him. Why would See, he go I, there to just stand around? He I, go, better off with another tight end or something? Yeah. yeah right, yeah. Why would you do that? So you're saying the system is the reason why the Ravens have never gotten a number one wideout. Because no, if you're number one wideout, you want touches. You're, you're the, never going to get the rock. That's what you're, t- the that's system, what you're telling me. It, if you draft a guy or you pay a guy in free agency to come there, you're going to help him from an offensive standpoint. Then if I'm Lamar Jackson, I can't stay there. Yeah, by the way. I can't rock with this. You didn't hear what Hollywood career. Brown said? Hollywood Brown said one of the reasons he wanted to leave had nothing to do with Lamar. It has something to do with the way that they utilize his talent. Yeah. Yep, I'm out. It's a guy. You've got to get a guy who's already somehow made all his money but is still really good in the whole thing. All right. We have Guys, the Super Bowl and I see they, OBJ it doesn't work. I've been a part of a lot of giveaways on the radio and stuff. They were asking us, like, what should we give away? On Keyshawn J. Will Max. Some of your listeners. money. It was cash money. 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 The bottom line is we all said the same thing. What is this, a joke? Cash. Give them cash. So we're giving away every hour of the show starting Thursday. This is day after tomorrow. We're giving away $2,500 every hour of the show. It's $10,000 every show. Every hour of KJM, someone's winning $2,500. You just got to listen for the winning word. All right. By the way, Jeff Saturday is the interim coach of the Indianapolis Colts. What? It's the National Football League, man. Anything could happen. Wasn't he just what? in the studio? He was just, <laughs> Jeff, if you think this means you don't have to show up, <laughs> there's going to be a fine. He's late. He's supposed to be here already. Oh, I, I called him wait. yesterday. He sent me straight the voicemail. I was like, don't you play that coach role on me. <laughs> oh, forget it. Don't you it. do that to me, Jeff. You're going to have to go through his people now. you got to go through <laughs> Saturday's people. <laughs> oh, I, I'll tell you when we come back. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Colts fired coach Frank Reich in the middle of his fifth season with the team. One day after one of Indy's worst offensive performances in 25 years. You have Gus Bradley, you have John Fox, and we're turning to Jeff Saturday to be the interim coach for the rest of the season? Let's go, Why? Jeff. Why? Let's go, Jeff. I'm rooting for him. He's really smart. I think he's insightful. I think he can lead men. I mean, just completely shocked and floored. And I think over time, he'll do a really good job. I used to wake up to this one. I had that whole Luda album in the little clock alarm clock radio (laughs) when I was hosting around the horn. This is how I used to jump out of bed. Luda. Luda, no question. So the Colts fire Frank Reich and name our very own Jeff Saturday interim coach. It's one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. I want 50-yard line seats, coach. I need four. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Guys, so... Immediately, of course, people are like, Jeff Saturday, where'd that come from, right? Interim coach. And Jim Ursay, the owner of the Colts, was asked about it. And here he is defending the hire of Jeff Saturday as interim head coach of the Colts. He has tons of experience. He knows this game inside and out um, with relationships with coaches and players. Um, uh, and has been a consultant for us for several years, a paid consultant, um, you know, uh, informing Chris and I and other people in the organization, you know, his opinions. Uh, so to me, um, uh, you know, I, I know people can, you know, look out and, and, and see it uh, and, and ask that question. But, um, you know, th- you know that, that doesn't surprise me. I understand. Look, at. I don't know how to make sausage. I don't know what goes into sausage. But I do know how to build a football team because I've been around for 52 years. Look, when you think about, like, baseball, the managers a lot of times are catchers, right? Because the catcher has to understand the whole game. Even if they're not stars, they're catchers. The center on an offensive line, especially a championship team offensive line, got to know a lot of what's going on, Key. Like it's not like I, I that might translate very well to coaching. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff is a little bit different though. Offensive linemen historically, from from just what you just said, popped in my mind. 
they haven't really been great head coaches, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But Jeff is different. It, it Look, I don't know why he has to defend the hire. If that's what he wants to do, it's your damn team. You hire who you want to. Now, I understand he hasn't gone through the gauntlet of, you know, of coaching, so to speak, at the professional level. You know, that's okay. His staff is still intact. What he's basically going there for is to survey the land, take a look at everything, get the eyes there to understand the culture and what needs to change. He's not Jeff is not going there to try to turn it around and win eight straight games because <laughs> right. it ain't going to happen. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. And I text, you know, I got a text yesterday morning um, saying, the, 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 wow, you're not going to believe what's getting ready to happen. But never said what it was, right? They text me and they said, wow, you're not going to believe what's happened. Some of the craziest blankety blank that you've ever going to see in the NFL. I said, what? But you got to tell me. They said, no, it's coming down. Don't worry about it. And then it was the Jeff news. I don't, I'm good with it. I'm, I texted him yesterday. I said, ooh, I can't wait. I'm going to torch your ass when I get there. Ooh, I can't wait. I'm going to take care of him. I'm oh, going to take care of him. I'm telling you right now, no, zero objectivity. Like, no, I'm taking care of him. Not, I don't, every little mistake, Jay. <laughs> oh, fool, I'm just a kitty. Soon as something goes wrong, it's Saturday's fault. But see, like, for me, when I, when I heard the news yesterday, I, I was shocked, obviously. But – Whenever I when, – like, it's like Steve Wilkes, right, when he got the job with the Panthers. Okay, somebody that was internal understands how everything is going to work. For me, when I hear Jeff Saturday coming in, it's like, oh, they need a fresh set of eyes. 100%. They need somebody that, you know, has no – like, that has familiarity with the organization but hasn't been in that locker room 24-7 that can then come in and say, all right, like, everybody's on the chopping block pretty much. Yes. That's what they're saying. Yeah, who, like knows, who knows and- if he even wants to coach long-term, but the point is – you get someone in there who can see it from the inside out. Now you can say, okay, this is what we need to do going forward. And you put your team in a better position to get one of these young quarterbacks in the draft without the league sniffing down your back saying that, okay, if I leave Frank Reich in as the head coach, Frank Reich's trying to win, one, right? He's going to try to win. Two, if he all of a sudden doesn't start winning and it just goes – now, you got to fire him at the end of the season, but you kept him there, which says that he's not going to do that because he's going to try to win. So you might as well yank him out, put in Jeff. Now it's a little bit of chaos, a little bit of disarray. Team starts to do that. You get your number one pick, and nobody says anything. And nobody has job security. Jeff a lot of people are like questioning Saturday. job security now. Jeff Saturday. I'm now let's so. – Jay, real, Jay, this is, what we, this is what I've really been waiting for. You know how Key always – gives the critique, and then says this is how they should have talked at the press conference. This is the answer they should have gotten. Ooh. Now Jeff goes from media, went from Super Bowl champion, all pro, to media. Now from media to coach. So he would answer certain questions a certain way on the air, right? Now he has to answer it as, as head coach. So, coach, tell us about getting this opportunity. Shock would be an understatement, right? Shock would be an understatement. So, uh yeah, we, we had the conversation, and it, it escalated quickly. I feel fully capable, excited about the opportunity. My eight games to, you know, listen, here's a great part about my career. I came in, nobody expected anything. I'm here, nobody expects anything. If it goes well, hopefully it'll go extremely well. But I have no uh, preconceived notion that I'm going to be some spectacular anything. I know i got to work hard, and, uh, I'm, you know, I'm auditioning not only for this one, but for, for 31 others just like everybody else in this game. I don't mind it, though, man. I'm all with it. 
100%. I, I think he's probably a better fit as a front office executive, one of the general manager type roles, to being able to identify talent opposed to coaching. Um, I'd like to see him do that, I think, more so, just because that part of the job is a little more less stress than being on the side. I don't know why anyone would want to coach. It's so yeah, much it's, work. Yeah, I get, it's a rebuild. Like they, so a lot of people in India have been talking about this for a while, right? Like if it didn't work out with Carson Wentz and you got it, you replaced Matt Ryan, Chris Ballard's job isn't safe either. Like it's a rebuild. That's the direction that this team is going. So what do you do with, you know, Jonathan Taylor? What do you do with Pittman? Like, there's a lot of pieces now that are on the table for a rebuild. More I, than I that, it, let's back it up and talk about Jeff for a second, guys. Do you hear the way he answered that question? You said you don't mind it. I loved it. Let me tell you why. Jay is Giants fans. When Dayball came in, what did we hear? The difference between Joe Judge and whoever else, and Dayball, Dayball's not putting on an act. He's comfortable in his own skin. He's being, you can hear, he has to answer certain things a certain way, but he's authentic. You hear that answer from Jeff? Just, just to the guy, he's just, and a, and a, and he's being of, authentic. The players are going to play for him, but he has enough of the fight back to get their attention. Like, he's not, he's not a, a friendly players coach to the point where they just gonna run him over. He's right. not gonna, it's not gonna have that happen, right? right? He knows how to get tough and also give love at the same. Yeah, time. yeah. Jeff is a nice guy. He ain't soft though. There's yeah, a big difference. Yeah. He knows that's what a big difference. He knows what the job entails. And I know a lot of people are questioning, uh, you know, how could he climb the ladder so fast? What about the Rooney Rule? What about some of those sort of things? And that the Rooney Rule does not apply until the end of the season for a team. Mm-hmm. So. Nor for an interim coach, I don't think. No, right? it doesn't apply at right. all. They can go hire whoever they want to. At the end of the season, they now got to interview minority candidates to take the job permanently. We lost Jeff. We're going to lose Key next, Jay. Why would you lose me? Key ain't going. No, Key's a GM. Key ain't no coach. I think he'd be a great coach. I don't nah, want to be the GM either. Key's an owner. I don't We're an ownership group. They wouldn't let me in the room. We want to hear from you. <laughs> it's okay. I'll front the group, Key. We'll be fine. We want to hear from you. Who is the biggest disappointment in the NFL this season? Is it the Colts, the Packers? What about the Rams? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again. 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Oh, here we go. It's that time. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. These rankings are brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. What you got this week, Key? Well, my rankings is all over the place this week because teams did some good stuff, some bad stuff. That's every week. And it just makes me think that, okay, I can move stuff around. I don't want to stay the same. But when the Buffalo Bills lose, this is what you get. Knock it down for me there, Yates. Number 10. So when you see that number 10, I stretched it. Last week I had 17. Now I got 10. I couldn't leave the New York Giants out at all. That's right. They're sitting at number 10 <laughs> in my real rankings. Look, they've done a good job. They weren't going to beat Seattle. It just wasn't going to happen on the road. We'll take that and run with this. Saquon Barkley and company is still in the mix. Number nine. The New York Jets are at number nine, just slightly above. Just slightly above the New York Giants. But look, two teams in the top ten in the same state. That's a big plus as far as I'm concerned. State's New Jersey, but yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's true, too. Watch your mouth, Max. <laughs> what? I give and, you a compliment. And the Jets also took care of business against the Buffalo Bills, which – Many people didn't think they would. The young quarterback certainly played well enough to win. They ran the ball. They played defense. They're sitting at number nine. Number eight. Number eight are the Seahawks. The Seahawks dropped a little bit down. They were number seven last week, and that's because I added some other teams that continue to keep winning football games. Seattle will be around in the end. This, as Stephen A. would say, it's fluid. These things change every other day with Geno Smith. Oh, my God. He is balling out of control. They went to the big toaster in the desert, took care of business against the Arizona Cardinals. They sit at number eight. I had to tell you before the season he was going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Number seven. Number seven, the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings took a little bit of a dip down because last week they were number five. But Minnesota's Minnesota. Whatever. I mean, I'm waiting to see the bottom fall out from underneath Minnesota. I hate to sound like a hater, but they continue to keep Chuck and plucking away to a point where, in the end, man, they might wind up with the first round by. <laughs> you don't like seeing Kirk Cousins without a shirt on, with all the all the chains on. You don't, man. Hit the weights, Kirk. This is a disgrace. Him or Adam Schefter? Which one do you want to hit the weights more? Cousins is not giving himself the best chance to be as good as he can be if that's the kind of shape he's in. Period. I don't care. Well, you don't have to look a certain all way. Stop it. Look like that, though. man. Go lift some weights. Who do you want him to look like? Cam Newton? Uh, yeah, sure. Not Why gonna not? happen. DNA, man. A little bit All different. right, but you can at least be in shape. It's similar to yours, Max. You don't have to be flat. I look better than that, dude. I'm 50 years <laughs> old ahead, almost. 
<laughs> Hit it, Yates. <laughs> Number six. Number six, Baltimore Ravens. We saw Baltimore, the way they played. They sit at six. That's where they were last year. They, I mean, last week, they didn't move up. They didn't move down. Lamar Jackson went to New Orleans and just did what he was supposed to do. He didn't turn the football over at an alarming rate. He ran the ball well. He threw the ball well. They just took care of business. But I would say one thing that's going to change this football team for the rest of the season on the defensive side, Roquan Smith, out there making tackles just like he was brought there to do, a tackling machine. Number five. Number five, the Buffalo Bills. The Bills dropped down from number two to number five. I still believe that they're at the top of the class in the AFC. For whatever reason, they lost this football game to the New York Jets. I'm not going to really punish them to the point of taking them off. Sometimes I get upset at teams like this, and I take them completely out of the rankings until they show me something different. I think they'll be around in the long run. Number four. And number four, Jay Will should be extremely excited about fins this. up! Well, I don't know about the fins being up, but this is certainly one of the most dynamic offenses I've seen in terms of explosive players since the greatest show on turf with Isaac Bruce, Oz Hakeem, and Torrey Holt. But when you got Jalen Waddle and you got a guy in Tyreek Hill who could, who probably will, surpass 2,000 yards in 17 games at the receiving uh, point for the Miami Dolphins, this one's big, sitting at four. Now, many people would say they're not the fourth best team in the National Football League, but they are. Number three. Number three. The Dallas Cowboys, number three. If the Dallas Cowboys do anything right, they got an opportunity to get the number one seed, home field advantage throughout the playoffs, and if they get that, they will be in the big toaster in Arizona. They should sign OBJ as soon as he's cleared to go. Make him their number two and a half, three receiver. Give Dak Prescott another passing weapon. We saw what he was able to do um, when he went to the Rams from Cleveland in free agency when he was released. He'll do the same thing for the Dallas Cowboys as he did for the Rams. Very, very good. Number two. Number two is the Kansas City Chiefs. They moved to number two, and they should be at number two. This team is really good. The quarterback is exciting. The offense is not as exciting as it was a year ago with Tyreek Hill, but they're getting the same thing out of it. And as long as Spags and the defense don't allow teams to gut them, the Kansas City Chiefs will be around, and they too might have home field advantage throughout the playoffs because of Patrick Mahomes. Number one. And number one is easy. you got an undefeated team in Jalen Hurts. Number one. Many people felt like Jalen Hurts at the start of the season had number something one. to prove. Does he still have something to prove? Is Howie Roseman going to all of a sudden go out there and use all those draft picks to select C.J. Stroud or one of those other quarterbacks? Yeah, as Lee Corso would say, not so fast, my friend. You might as well start to look for other positions and start to think about paying this young man anywhere close to what y'all going to have to give Lamar Jackson. Roseman's obviously a great GM because he had all those draft picks in the – first of all, he drafted them. Then he surrounded him with a team key. Yeah. And now he has all those draft picks in case it didn't work out. And then when it does work out, now he can build an even stronger team around him. It's take, nuts. Take, that, take that, those picks. Do whatever you need to do with them. But make sure Jeff Lurie and company are going to the bank. They need to go borrow the money or whatever they need to do. Leverage whatever they need to do to get ready to pay this young man. You imagine that's why it's a draft? roller coaster ride to be a GM. Two years ago, people were saying that Roseman was a horrible GM. and was making bad decisions. Now, all of a sudden, two years later, he's a great GM. Well, I mean, he won great... the Super Bowl first time in team history. Oh, but, well, the yeah, reason, but uh, it, that the car was crashing, is, bro. Yeah. I'm talking about the dichotomy. Said, the reason the, 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 the pundits out there in the world were saying that, one, Jay, 
is they got rid of they paid Carson Wentz all the yeah, money. Yeah, well, I understand the then reasons they, why. Then Nick Foles wins the Super Bowl. Then they draft Jalen Hurts and it becomes oh whatever crazy. And then all of a sudden they get rid of Carson Wentz after giving him all the money. Then they fire the coach and people are like ah he doesn't know what he's doing. The one mistake well, he made was paying Carson Wentz when it was clear he was declining. Already. But it wasn't. Was but it only, wasn't. It was a mistake, mistake because he was no, de- he in decline. Him. No, he wasn't in decline when they paid but him. But Max, here's the best he wasn't part: in talent and winning cures it all. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, cures he wasn't right. in decline at all when they paid him. They paid him early. They paid him early. That was the smart thing. They jumped thing. the gun, maybe. That maybe. was the right. smart part. All right. Keyshawn J. Will Max, ESPN Ready. That was key. Key's real rankings. Ten Giants, nine Jets, eight Seahawks, seven Vikings, six Ravens, five Bills, four Dolphins, three Cowboys, two Chiefs, one Eagles. That's Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider with us. What do you think, Mike? First of all, I want to apologize for being late. I just got back from Indianapolis. I had a drop Jeff off there yesterday, so just <laughs> getting back in town. Uh, no, there's. Uh, I really agree with Key on a lot of this. The, to me, the biggest X factor right now in our sport, guys, is Josh Allen. And you know, I thought it was ominous what Sean McDermott basically didn't say yesterday, which was he's okay. We're going to put him on a pitch count. When you hear things like he needs more tests, we don't know. That, like, really raises eyebrows. Throwing elbow. Elbow on the throwing. It's the elbow, yeah, right? I don't know what a UCL is. Yeah, it's the Tommy John ligament. Now, oh, Keith, I, I'm not a doctor. Not good. I'm not a doctor, but then again, you know, I could have been a head coach today. But uh, in all seriousness, it's the Tommy John ligament. But apparently, in throwing a baseball, it's more consequential than throwing a football. And whatever injury Josh Allen has, we should note that he threw the ball 69 yards on the last play of the game. So whatever he had, now maybe that's adrenaline, we don't know, but I don't want to. Only 69 yards? Maybe it is serious, Mike. Maybe he heard it when he threw the ball at 69 yards. Yeah, that's fair. I heard my elbow doing that before. Yeah, by the way, Tommy John surgery, so people know, usually takes, if that's what it is in baseball, that's a year out and then a year to get back to where you were. That's two years before you're the same guy, if it's successful. Mike, I wanted to go back to your point, and I've been waiting all morning to talk about this, and I'll just be real to our viewers, right? So first off, we're going to talk about the Colts. And like I was, I'm happy for Jeff Saturday. Pete Jeff Saturday has worked with us here. He's a really good friend of ours. Uh, we want to see him win. But it, it was just interesting. No, I don't. The, the bigger I don't want to see him win because I want to burn him up. <laughs> Opportunities for black coaches, right? Uh-oh. I see Steve Wilkes with the Panthers get the opportunity. Not saying it's going to translate into him being the next full-term head coach, but an opportunity. A guy like Reggie Wayne, who's been with the Colts for, I mean, played with them 14 years, right? Super Bowl champion. Um, you know, he's been part of that organization. Why didn't he get the chance, since he's paid his dues, to have the interim head coach opportunity? Yeah, no, it's a really fair point, Jay Will. I mean, that's one of the big problems we have with minority hiring, which is, Situations like this, Jim Hersey hires somebody that he's close with. And we all love Jeff, so um, it's a very fair point. And there's, candidly, other people in that building, be it Gus Bradley or John Fox, that are going to walk into and say, like, you're my boss. You know, Reggie Wayne's going to say, you're my boss. Now, I do think Jeff has the intangibles to be really good. Um, I think he has the hard stuff. I don't know, you know, in terms of scaling leadership and management, that's all the things he's going to have to figure out. But it's a very fair point that Reggie Wayne is their current wide receiver coach, um, candidly, I was in a similar situation where we let Joe Philbin go. Um, it's not exactly the same, but we wound up hiring Dan Campbell, who was a former player who didn't have a lot of experience, but he was in the building. Yeah, I, I mentioned that yesterday on our call, but I wasn't. I didn't. I, for some reason, I thought it was Tony Sperano at the time, uh, Coach Sperano, but I, it was Joe Philbin that 
you guys made the move to Dan Campbell. Look, I, I know the relationship with Jeff Saturday and Jim Irsay goes way back. They have like a personal relationship. He was there as a consultant. So I could see it happening. I mean, I could see why someone would do that. I mean, it's just because of the relationship. I don't think it has anything to do with Reggie or, or John Fox or any of those other guys in the building. It's just that that's the comfort level that I want to turn the keys over to him. I want him to drive me. I don't want the other guys to drive me. And I, listen, no hating for me on Jeff Saturday. No Jeff Saturday slander. Well, that's my dude. I know you're not, Jay. Well, that two can be separate, right? You that's want to my see Jeff dude. Also, Go get him, Jeff. Go also get him. acknowledging something that's been going on in the NFL for a while for opportunities. But what I would say to that, though, Jay, is may, maybe Reggie Wayne gets the opportunity at the end of the season to be interviewed as the permanent head coach. True. That's true. Because you're taking a look at Jeff Saturday in a different capacity, potentially. Maybe he's going on the sidelines to take a look at everything before you kick him upstairs. Uh, you know, the, to, to Jay's point too, Key, like I, I think where some people really struggled yesterday was the inconsistency of what Jim Irsay said, which was, and we've been there, like when you hire a coach, you're like, it's eight games and hopefully more. But then that juxtaposed with the Rooney rule doesn't really line up because the Rooney rule doesn't apply to interim coaches. So if you're hoping he's really the guy, um, you still have to go through this process at the end of the year. One of the criticisms of the Rooney rule, it's a sham. It doesn't really mean much. So let's say Jeff goes seven and one. Clearly he would get the job. And then, you know, that that's where, you know, Jay will to your point, you're saying like, well, what happens if Reggie Wayne went seven one? Like, he may have crushed his job interview, which was being the interim coach. Yeah, it's not nothing against Jeff Saturday from Jay I don't at all. Think Jeff it's going seven and one, but I get it. Right, but, but, <laughs> but really, we don't, we don't, the we question don't have to is, frame it that way, though, Max. Like, I feel like people leave like, well, nothing against Jeff. No, it, these are two separate. things. Well, it's, they're connected, but I would say that the real issue is this: just the opportunity that Jeff just got from the broadcast booth, so to speak, you know, from the media to to interim coach. We'd also like to see African-American former players get those same opportunities, well, and that again, doesn't seem to but, happen. But again, I'll say it again before we move on from this. When you are not in the room in a position mm. to have those opportunities, I can get that opportunity because Mike. Right. If Mike decides that he's going to get hired at the Toronto Organizer. <laughs> For instance, nah, <laughs> but they'll Mike, trade you for two first. My, my, I get that opportunity because of Mike. I get that opportunity because I've been in the room with him. He knows me. Right. He says, you know what? I'm getting rid of this president of this team. I'm getting rid of the general manager. I want Key to guide this ship for the next 10 weeks to see where that's at. John Lynch, like John right, sure. Lynch comes out relationships. of relationships. He has a relationship with Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan has an opportunity to become a head coach. He says, I want, this guy to be my general manager. Mm-hmm. I'll take the job. It's all about the relationship. We just don't have those front office relationships the way we need to. Which and is part of the idea of the stop in the league po- to give us, let us have those relationships. Part of the idea of the Rooney rule is when you interview candidates, you start to get people in those rooms. You start to try to build those relationships. Yeah. Now the efficacy of the rule, that's a, that's, you know, obviously it falls short, but that was the idea at least. But we get, it, it was the idea and we get, we get it and stuff like that. But it's just like when John Gruden took over the Raiders, he got rid of, he got rid of Reggie McKenzie. That was doing a hell of a job as a general manager and brought in his own guy. Yeah. So it, Reggie never got a chance to bring in one of his guys. You know, what would be interesting to me guys. If, if Roger Goodell was sitting here with us, I wonder if he, 
could or would modify the rule to say even in an interim situation, you have to uh, interview at least one other minority candidate. So to Jay Will's point, Jim Irsay flies Jeff in. He yes. has Jeff Saturday as interview number one and Reggie Wayne as interview number two. Because at least now Reggie Wayne has the experience of interviewing for a that job. That would be smart to and, do. And, yeah. and, and my point is, and I've been there hiring Dan Campbell. You know, Joe Philbin was let go. We're flying back from London. A lot's happening quick. But candidly, like, would it have mattered if Jeff Saturday was hired on Sunday night, Monday night, or Tuesday night? The answer is no. Yeah. So if you need another 24 hours to interview at least one minority candidate in an interim situation, that may be a way that Roger Goodell can maybe modify it so this situation doesn't happen again. And it's just, it, it, the whole conversation is just fascinating. I'm once again saying this with Jeff Saturday being a friend, and I think Jeff Saturday has a chance to be a good coach or a great GM. I think he's very smart. Anybody can but, be a GM. <laughs> Stop. No, they can't. Well, but it, it does – this comes back into, like, relationships and a little bit of that – like, certain people, like Cliff Kingsbury, another one, like, has never been a real big winner, right, right? but gets afforded an opportunity, and then people are like, well, that's kind of like privilege, right? So it just goes into that notion. Relationship. Of, it does. I agree. Now, speaking of relationship, guys, here's another fascinating dynamic that I've experienced, which is – what do you think John Fox and Gus Bradley are doing today? They're walking in saying, I've been a head coach. John Fox has been a Super Bowl head coach. He's on the staff, and they're saying, you're my boss? And I think Jeff has the ability to try to win them over, but the jealousy in that building, the angst in that building, what about if you're a free agent at the end of the year and you're saying to yourself, like, I'm putting my eggs in this guy's basket? And, again, I believe in Jeff. I think he's going to do a great job. But those are some of the concerns that – He's going to have to deal with. But he this. has the bedside manner to do. Like, look, like Jeff, Jeff Saturday, having been a part of this organization, I, any organization that I was running, I'd want him in it. Right. I, I want him in the organization. So he had a lot of that is his, his bedside manner. His way of relating to people is such that if there's someone who can navigate what you're describing, Mike, I think Jeff is would be great at it. Sharp knives out there, though, Max. Sharp knives. But, but out he's, there, he's nice without being soft. Yeah. Right. I, like, I, that's the key. Yeah. I, I, what, what, we, what do you do if you're. Chris Ballard right now. Like, nobody's really talking about that. Like, it, I'm scouring. It, <laughs> I, I'm having a head coach list a mile long. I'm having a QB list. I mean, your, your, your two biggest and most important positions, you have massive question marks. You have no quarterback for next year. It's not Matt well, Ryan. It, it, it's a question mark about whether or not he may be <laughs> back or not. That's, that's totally fair. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't Let's not focus in just on Jeff being on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a way if, – if, 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 if I am consulting – in the past, like Jeff was, I wasn't just consulting about the X's and the O's. The whole thing. I was consulting about everything. Yeah, yeah and right. it, I mean, think about all the rumors, guys. It could be Ryan Dade and C.J. Stroud. I mean, it could be Jim Harbaugh. There could be so many different rumors about – because this is going to be a team that's going to have a top five pick. They're going to be staring at Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Uh-oh. Marvin, just leave Mar- our coach Marvin alone. Marvin Harrison at, Jr. Leave our coach alone at USC. Just yeah, but see, you to US. The other <laughs> thing about Williams Jeff Saturday is he really cares about the Colts. Like, it's in him. It's like you like wh- but, but Max, you at USC is going to be different than you anywhere else because you care differently yeah, about care, that but institution. Max, but you know what? If he goes one in seven and blows three timeouts, that's no. not going to matter. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course. Yeah, yeah blow three although, times. Although, hey, is this really about three. winning games right now, though, the rest of this season? I think it's about him having credibility that they that, that the Colts in December could be the Colts of uh, November eighth. Mike T, are you keeping guys like Jonathan Taylor? Are you keeping around? Are we in that same conversation that we've had with you know like the Saints with Alvin Kamara? Like, are you are you trying to sell off pieces to get other assets? Yeah. Well, first of all, since the trade deadline's gone, you're going to keep Jonathan Taylor. But I think what's interesting about that is if I'm Jonathan Taylor, am I playing this year? What happens if jo- Jonathan Taylor walks in, Coach Saturday? I'm going to work on my ankle. I'm I'm not sure if I'm going to be ready. Like. Mm-hmm. 
and key you've been in that locker room as a player like are you going to put your body on the line when you know this is a massive rebuild well the u-haul is is we already done called the the um storage facility storage facilities what date it's called already (laughs) we're looking at storage facilities and getting pricing you're right. reading through you're all the, the fine that. print on the paperwork yeah, right wanna, now. You're waiting to sign. Your, your assistant has placed a call. What is it going to take to ship my cars <laughs> to Miami where I live in the offseason? <laughs> What's the quote? What's the quote? Are, What's so, the quote? So, but, you know, he knows. That's what, it, this is what happens. He knows. All right, so, wait, let's be serious. He is bringing up a great point. So if you're Jeff Saturday, who we all know, love, and respect, how does he inspire a player who has that mindset right now? It's going to be tough to do. Yeah, man. Because the players already know season's lost. You're probably not going to be here. He's probably not going to be here. He's probably not going to be here. I know I got to play for myself and ball out. But at the same time, you know, it's human nature. I got to I got to figure out where my vacation is going. And that's Sam Ellinger's your quarterback, by the way. Yeah, it's, that's, it's that's the why I go back to Reggie Wayne. It, like, it's when guys, when you, they're not familiar with you. Right, I don't know if they want to play for you as hard, especially when you're outside coming in. Because it's like, well, is he the eyes of Jim Irsay? Is he going to be telling him? Like, there's not that trust when that's we, built over time. When we were going one in fifteen, my rookie year, I had just got to the league and whatever. But I knew I was looking at the other vets. I'm like, oh yes, yeah, so we can get Bill Parcells. I don't think I don't care. About so, these so coaches. based on everything they, we just said, based on everything we just said, every win makes Jeff Saturday a genius. Like, every win, it's like, oh, my God, they won a game. It's not going to be about wins. It's going to be progress because they're progress. going out there. I mean, it's Derek Carr against Sam Ellinger. Come on. I mean, right. I was, Better win that one. To to this game. I was scheduled to fly to Vegas for the game. Cancel. No more. <laughs> All right. Wait, how about, how about the no irony more. that Josh McDaniels started this whole thing in Indy, and that's who they play on Monday night. Much Ooh. more Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming right up. That's Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.